my best time of the day that I'm most focused and most creative is first thing in the morning. So in the morning when I wake up, sometimes before or even after meditation, all these ideas come and I feel at that moment I have no fear. I have no filter. I have nothing that stops me. All these just ideas come that I used to go, yeah, one day, yeah, one day. So now I've got a book. This stays with me in my bag, by my bed, everywhere I go. Every time I have a thought, I don't let it pass anymore. I write it, write it, write it, write it. Through that, the more I kept writing, the more I started to really grasp where I want to go with my life. You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers and leaders. We're proud to present Courageous Conversations, a podcast series focusing on the tough decisions people have made to put themselves on a pathway to success. This episode is brought to you by Connect Now, who makes the business of moving easier for both you and your clients. For more information, visit connectnow.com.au. Please welcome your host, Leanne Pilkington. Hey everyone, Leanne Pilkington with you with the latest edition of Courageous Conversations. And we have actually interviewed this guest before, Carissa Sorbello. Not that that was your name then. No. Right back in the early days. Yes, I was. And Leanne, do you want to try remembering what my surname was back then? <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, it starts with a D and it was really long. I actually think that podcast you asked me to introduce myself. To I did. I did. I've never been able to say your um, your previous name. No. So I'm um, Carissa Sorbello in whatever episode you're up to now, like I think four something years later. Actually, our episode four, I had a Donnie, my little son. Yeah. Who was then, which is this one, who was then three months old. He was on my chest, remember? I do. Yeah, I do remember. I mean, you always... um. You st- I remember you being on stage at um, at uh, one of the women in real estate events for REI NSW and you had the baby with you and I actually, I the did. baby started to cry and so I actually went, me of all people, went and grabbed the baby and so everybody thought that was extremely amusing that I was responsible for the baby but yes. I'll you know, I'm all right with babies. Yeah, I reckon you would be. Yeah. And that was interesting because that, that event I wasn't sure if I should have brought him or not and I think Amanda Gould said to me, you're bringing him to the event, right? And I was like, oh, Okay. Oh, no, I took him to the event because I was breastfeeding and she said, are you bringing him on stage? And I said, I wasn't going to. And she goes, why not? So I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm just going to be ballsy. Like I'm, I've never seen someone bring a baby to a, on a stage in front of like how many people were at wire. And I was like, I'm just going to do it because why not? Why do we have to have career and family separate? Why can't we just mix it? Yeah, you know, it was no issue. He cried and you went. Yeah, that's why you can't mix it when you're on stage as a speaker because the baby cries and it's a bit distracting. <laughs> just saying. Well, that was, he just happened to cry then. He usually doesn't cry. I can talk on the phone and they just, he just sleeps on my chest. And I'm like, I forgot he was there. But yeah, so obviously sometimes if they're crying, you could have then go, okay, we need to move across. A lot's changed for you. Um, for those people who don't know you, um, Refurb to Invest. I'm not sure, was that the, what the business was called then? Um, yes, yes. Okay. We were refurbed to sell like eight years ago, yep. but the last episode, yes, we were refurbed to invest. And, then we'd already re- and so since then you have become a single mum. Yes. Um, you've started other businesses. So let's just, um, let's just go to how the hell do you manage a couple of businesses <laughs> and be a single mum at the same time? Um, well, let's, let's start with how I manage one business and be a single mum at the same time. Um, I don't know, right? You just... You just do it. I don't even know how to explain it. You just wake up and you go, 
well, I've just got to do it. So let me backtrack one one step. So yes, I'm a single mom. I was with my ex-husband for I think all up about 18 years, half of my life. We got together at 16. Um, I was married at 24, had my first son at 26. And we separated actually the week of the last podcast that I did with you four years ago because I remember after the podcast, she said to me, what's wrong with you? And I was like, we just separated last week. Um, And my son was three months old. And, you know, it it was a tough few months because I had just been off for a month or two, like having him. So I kind of wasn't really focusing on work. And then when, you know, things happen and he's like, hey, I think, you know, this should happen. I was like, shit, well, now I have to go back to work because I need to bring in finance for myself. So um, there was initially a lot of nights where I'd be like, I don't even know where my life is. What am I doing? Who who am I now? But I just had to keep looking at my two boys and get the the, the strength from them to be, well, if I don't do it, what future are they going to have? So I just kept telling myself, you've got to get up and show up and get up and show up. And sometimes I'd work from home and sometimes I'd start late and sometimes I'd go home early just to get myself through, but I did it. And most of my clients didn't even know I was going through a divorce at the time. Um, But you just, you get to a point where if something's greater in life than, than what's happening right now, you know, I want to be able to give my kids everything I can. And I don't want to be, I want to be solely responsible for that. I don't want to be like, well, he's got a part and I've got a part. Well, no, I just want to know that I can take them on holidays and I can do whatever activities I want with them. And that means I have to have finances. To have money, I have to run my business. I have to run it, you know, strategically. So I do, I just started to form what I could do to, to make it work. And so how do you actually keep your mindset um, kind of solid and fixed on what you can do rather than focusing on all the things you can't do? So I'm going to share the fact that, you know, I literally ran to the gym 10 minutes before we started. Um, I train a lot. I meditate a lot. So, so just... Um, talk about meditation for a second because you're either for it or against it, right? You're either somebody who really believes in it or someone who says, oh, no, there's no way I can't meditate. Now, you strike me as the kind of person who would struggle to meditate because you're always going at a million miles an hour. It's funny, actually, because my coach years ago had us meditating and I'd be like, fine, I'll meditate. And I used to fall asleep like straight away. And I'd be like, yeah, I did 20 minutes. And he's like, did you? I'm like, yeah, but I always fall asleep. And then I stopped doing, I did it for years and I stopped doing it. And the last year I started again because now I want to do it for me. The funny thing is I'm go, 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 but I'm learning how when I sit down and just calm myself, and really focus. So I do, I do a guided meditation. So I just listen to what they're saying and what they want me to think about. And there's like, it, it starts from really basic and you build up. So you start from five minutes, you go up to like 15. Um, and I just started doing it one day. But when I finish, I just feel like I've got clarity. So I've, I feel like I've gone from running 20 miles but never actually present to running 20 miles because I've got a lot of things I want to cram in my day, but I'm more present than I've ever been. So I'm here with you right now. We finish this. I go, what's my next thing? Go to my next thing. Go to my next thing. Go to my next thing. I don't think about other things. I won't grab my phone to look at things while I'm doing this. So I've really guided myself to understanding why meditation is good for me because I do run and my mind doesn't stop. In meditation, your mind doesn't stop. Your thoughts are still going to come. But it's, it's not, in my eyes, it's not energizing it. So when I'm meditating, a thought will come in and I go, no, think back to your breath, think back to your breath. 
something else comes in, I'm like, no, think back to your breath. So I don't jump into this story that's in my head and then half an hour later go, oh, shit, what just happened for half an hour? Because that's, you know, just daydreaming. I really focus on my breath and then I actually pray afterwards. So I finished my morning. Yeah, I started praying and I started to get my kids to do it. So I actually finished that and then I just say to God, like, I'm, I'm so grateful that I woke up this morning and that you've given me these beautiful boys and that you're giving me the life that I have and you, you help me grow every day. And then I always say, please keep giving me strength to be focused today, to create more miracles today, to, you know, be around and be present to what's happening around me and experience everything that I can. And it just changes my state. And then I just jump on with my day. That, that whole um, that whole conversation about gratitude is a really interesting one. I'm not, um, I'm not a religious person. Um, but I definitely um, focus on what I'm grateful for because it just changes your state Um, and it doesn't matter how bad things get, there is always something that you need to be grateful for and if you focus on that, um, it's the first step towards things getting better. 100%. Well, there's, look, I'm I'm very big on, it's funny because I posted something the other day that I saw on a page. It was like a mindset page and it was like, the, like the best habits, te- top 10 habits to do every day. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm, I've, I've actually worked myself to do all them. Like that's just habit now. But the one thing was reading. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not really good at reading. Like, I just I don't read. But then I was like, hold on. I, I follow certain pages that post really inspiring things and I read them every day. And just as you said that, um, it got me thinking about that because it was a post about what you put out is what you attract. And I'm really, I've learned that through all my coaching years that when you're in a problem, like a problem energy, you just keep attracting bloody problems. Yeah. So, and, and it's funny because I'll see friends or even myself, I'm like, oh my God, this is going on, that's going on. Next day, something else bloody grabs me and then something else gets thrown at me. And I'm like, shit. But then when I'm in a, okay, what's the lesson in this? What do I need to learn? What can I take from this to better myself? Whether it's a conversation that I never had before that I need to have, whatever the learning from it. So then the more you keep doing gratitude, the more when something comes at you, because you can never fly through life with nothing ever coming at you, um, something comes at you and you don't see it as, oh my God, I can't. You're like, okay, cool. This happened. So what am I doing about it? What's really the worst case? Like, what does that mean? A client's not happy or my friend said I didn't do this or I don't know. I don't even know what other problems are like. What, what I don't see it. Like, you know, I've got a speeding fine. I'm sure you get a lot of those. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't speed. No, I don't speed. That's not for them. I don't speed. I just like to go from zero to 50 a bit quicker. Um, so last time we spoke um, was only a week or so ago. You told me you're starting a new um, a new seminar series. How are you going to deliver that? Is that going to be on Zoom? Um, no. So it's got, well, the initial one will be. So firstly, we're kicking off. So we, we launched before you renovate um, last week on the webinar with you. So initially, it's going to be a free podcast where we're going to start just talking little things about renovating, specifically for people that don't want to invest in a consultant to do it, like I do in my refurb to invest business. Um, but want to learn how to get into property. You want to learn different things. So it's going to be a podcast. And then in the next two months, we're going to launch a webinar, a paid webinar. And then from there, we're going to launch mini workshops. So it's going to be a platform that you can just pick up 
a, a mini workshop, a couple hundred dollars, and I'll walk you through how to design a strategic kitchen facelift, how to add value ready for sale, how to negotiate trades, how to manage trades. They're all mini ones because everyone has a different problem or a different thing they want to learn. Can you do kitchen first? Because I need to redo my kitchen. Well, I would like to think that you're quite busy so you wouldn't want to learn how to do a, a workshop to do it yourself. I would think you'd be like, Chris, I come here and do my kitchen <laughs> in my eyes. Um, unless you're like, well, I want to get into property and I want to do more things, then yes, go study my workshop. But I can't say you having time to do a workshop. Call Refeb to invest <laughs> before you renovate. Um, so that's what we're trying to do with the platform. And So how do you find the time? How, how do you find the time as a single mum of two with a business already that's keeping you busy, um, a meditation and exercise habit that is regular, how do you find the time to launch a new, um, which is not just a launch a new business, it's a series of content that you've got to actually develop, right? So about six months ago, I started to realise during really watching myself every day that, and the help of, of um, a guy that I was dating recently, that my best time of the day that I'm most focused and most creative is first thing in the morning. So in the morning when I wake up, sometimes before or even after meditation, all these ideas come and I feel at that moment I have no fear. I have no filter. I have nothing that stops me. All I go is, oh, my God, I've just, I got this, I thought of this, I thought of this. And all these just ideas come that I used to go, yeah, one day, yeah, one day. So now I've got a book and I literally go through one of these books every month. I just get them from Kmart, but I write every single morning. This stays with me in my bag, by my bed, everywhere I go. Every time I have a thought, I don't let it pass anymore. I write it, write it, write it, write it. Through that, the more I kept writing, the more I started to really grasp where I want to go with my life, what I want to do. And it didn't feel like those goals were all the way over there. I was like, no, I can do this. So leading back to your question, I had this idea of workshops because in COVID, we were still working. I still had plenty of work coming in, but it was all my regulars that, hey, my, you know, probably two years ago, now can you do the next one? Fantastic. However, during COVID, while I homeschooled, the time frame of getting blueprints done just tripled, yep. sometimes quadrupled. So I had a backlog of work that were already paid. I already had expenses. My expenses didn't change. And I had a period where I was like, I've got blueprints, I make capacity, but I, I can't bring any more work on. And so I'm stuck with finance, like financially. Yep. So through that, I went, hold on, there's a gap in people that need help that don't want to, that don't want me to do it for them. They want to learn. And there's a lot of them I speak to and there's no one showing them how to do it. I'm seeing that everywhere. They're just losing money, wrong strategy, so forth. Yep. Then I thought if I can plan some workshops, then it's a trial income. So it was about a platform that I could also get trial from that would bounce off the expertise that I have that is just crazy. Um, And then I could keep building. So it started as an idea, then it built to something different. And I want to also show you, this is a folder I created called Create Your Best Life. And every week, week, I map out all the things I need to do. So I started writing up that in a few months, I'm going to start this workshop company. It was still out there. But something happened a couple months ago, three months ago, I think. Yeah. I just had this burst of energy and all of a sudden the fear of half the things I want to do just disappeared. 
growing my company, hiring staff, really scaling up, letting go of designing and letting my team do more of the documentation. I don't know what happened. It's like overnight, I just feel like a different person. I can't even explain it. And I was like, let's hire. Let's do this. I got back into business coaching. I've got, a, uh, I've got a designer we're about to hire. I've hired two other people. We're also just launched to hire a sales rep. So anyway, all these things are happening. And then for some reason, I said, you know what? I'm going to stop saying I'll get to that sometime. I'm just going to start doing it now. Then you actually asked me to do a webinar. Yeah. And I had a thought in my morning after meditation, you need to launch before you renovate. Stop talking about it and let's do it. So I launched it to make myself make time to set up the workshops. Yeah. To answer your question one step further, I try to wake up at 4 a.m. I try to work till about 7 a.m. because I have no interruptions for those three hours to smash out whatever major things I need to do or creativity I can do. I outsource and delegate more than I ever have to as many of my team as I can so I'm less sitting in the office so I can do more in my day and then I get to the gym, then I get to the office, then I go to meetings, then I manage the kids and all of that. <laughs> I'm exhausted just listening to you, love. Oh, no, don't say that. It's fun. Sorry, I know that was a big answer, but I felt like I had to put it in perspective. Yeah, um, you, you said to me um, that you are wanting to change the narrative. What do you mean by that? I'm one of four, five kids, sorry, <laughs> and four, four males. I don't even know because we are four boys and I'm the only girl. And I've, I've, going back to what I was saying before, I, I try to observe myself as much as possible. And when I have certain thoughts or certain emotions, I'm like, why am I feeling like that? And I picked up at some point that my nature or something that drives me is I want to show that or I want to prove to myself and probably a big driving factor about my dad, which our last podcast was a lot about my dad back then. There was a big thing about my dad around that time. Yeah. Um, mind you, we're good terms. We're, we're closer than we've ever been yeah. So... And there's a big driving force of proving that just because I'm a female doesn't mean I can't do what a male can do. So I want to grow the company. I want to scale it. I want to have my kids. I want to have the best time with my kids. I want to drive a nice car. I'm a car lover. I want to live where I want to live. I want to provide for myself. I want to take my kids around holidays and that I know that I can do it as a female because the narrative that I feel like I was taught was you get married, you have kids, the, the man's the provider. And I used to think that's what it has to be like. And, I, and I'm like, no, you know what? I'm getting comfortable that that's not, that's just not in me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not that. I am an alpha. I, I need, like, I like leading. I like to know that whatever it is I need, I've got it. And if I, when I do meet the next man, it's that I want to be with him, that I, that I need him to complete me. Was that, your, was that answering your question? I forgot what your question was. I got on a tangent. You got to stop, stop talking. Um, there's so much. So much has happened in three years since your last podcast. I love going. I love hanging out with you because I actually don't have to say much. <laughs> and then sometimes I go, I think I'm talking too much. Let the end talk now. It's fine. I spend so much of my time talking. I'm very happy not to. Um, no, it was about changing the narrative. So, no, I think that that is absolutely um yeah, you an yes, you answered the question. Um, we are actually already um, over time, believe it or no not. No way. Wow. Yeah. That goes quickly. Um, so <laughs> if people want to find out more about your business, where should they look? So um, I'd love to share three things. Um, refurb to invest with a number two. Um, well, actually, refurb to invest.com.au for our website. We're on Facebook and Instagram. 
We also have beforeyourenovate.com.au for our website, Instagram and Facebook. But I'd love to also share coming from that because, you know, I, I love doing lots of things and I work best under pressure. Um, I recently set up a page called Living Your Best Life 365 Instagram and Facebook and I'm going to be launching a podcast with that which will further talk about what we've discussed because I feel like there's so much to learn as a female you know, when you're in a marriage that you're not happy, what to do, how to be single mom, how to still do it all, how to, how to create your best life, how to really understand what you want in life. Um, you know, even that, even that bit, what do you want in life? How do you even get there? What are habits you could or couldn't do that's going to change things and the habits that I've done? So I really want to share that because I feel like I'm here for a purpose and it's more than just refurb to invest. Yeah. It's, it's to really to move mountains, um, especially towards women. Um, and my charities that I'm eventually going to have. So anyone that wants any women or even males that want to really follow on that, um, living your best life 365 is where it's at at the moment. I will follow you this afternoon. Thank you, my love. Thank you so much, my beautiful friend. It's always a joy. Thank you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Courageous Conversations with thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agency's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast. Visit joineliteagent.com.